Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. It's humbling to have no control initially. Because I want to handle it. God says, no, you've taken it to me. Just dangle for a moment. Just understand who's really in control. It's humbling to do that. Because when that happens, finally God says this to me. Okay. Now you can get off. And I want you to go do the day. Because you're up. I've taken them. I'm in charge of them for the day. Enjoy life. Make a difference in the world. It's not pleasant to think about all of the things in your life that you really don't have control over, is it? Whether your employer keeps the business open in your area, if your car decides to break down, etc. It could become maddening if you spend too much time dwelling on it. But as Pastor Mark is teaching, God wants to relieve you of all of those potential anxieties. He wants to absorb them, to take them upon himself. Once you learn to let God be in charge, your life will begin to become less stressful. You'll be more free to learn God's purpose for your life and to begin to walk that new life out. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark in Philippians chapter 4 with part 2 of his message, Transfer All Things to God with Thanks. Turn with me to 1 Peter. It's just back almost to the end of the New Testament where you're at. You'll see where it is. It's very close to where you're at. And as you turn there, I want you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. 1 Peter chapter 5. There you go. Right there's 1 and 2 Peter, almost to the end of the Bible. And go down to verse 6. Here's what the Bible says. Humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourself. We'll look at verse 7. Then cast all your anxiety or worries on him because he cares for you. That brings up our fourth key. Will you write it down? Here's the fourth key to the disease of worry, the cure that we need. Transfer all things to God with thanks. Then we can rest. So I'm to transfer them. I'm to cast them on him. But the first key is not verse 7. The first key is verse 6. When we are worried... We are to humble ourselves. What does it mean to humble yourselves? It means to ask somebody for help. In this case, we're asking God. You see, I don't like to do that. Most of us have this sin nature that says this. I'll do it 
myself and I'll do it my way. I don't want to ask for help. I don't need help. But God says, you're not going to get rid of worry unless you humble yourself and ask me for some help. But that's not all it says. Look at the next verse. Then we're to transfer our cares and worries to him. God is not interested in this. God, I can handle this. I don't really need you. Well, yes, we do. Because God allows things on our plates that we can't handle ourselves. Prayer is simply humbling ourselves and asking God for his help, his wisdom, his direction, and his power. So step number four has to do with humble, and then it has to do with transfer. What is that word cast? We don't say to people, cast something, unless you're fishing. What does cast mean? Here's the original. Look at it. It's very interesting. Cast all our worries. Cast all our cares. Cast all our anxieties on the Lord. Cast means to transfer, to get it off of you and transfer it to throw something, our worries, upon someone, somebody else. If you're a parent and you're a mom and a dad and that young baby, it wakes up during the night, mom and dad transfer that. Quite often. You know what I mean? Okay. I did it last night. It's your turn. How many are familiar with that? I'm familiar with that. It's your turn. Get up. Change the diaper. Well, I can't feed the baby. I'm a man. That's all right. Change the diaper. I'll feed him. You do your part. I'll do my part. And so it's transferred. It's to throw something upon someone. Notice this. A decision of trust. When I transfer it to God, I'm going to trust that God's going to take care of it. But here's the part. We'll come up with this later at the end of the teaching. In the original language, it means this. Once for all. Don't ever take it back. It's once and for all. God knows that in this room, God knows that there's so many things on our plate every day that are simply too big for us to handle. So it takes humility to admit that we need God to help us with our worries and cares. I hear a lot of people, and you've heard this before, a lot of unbelievers will say to you, well, you know, you're a Christian because God is your crutch. How many have heard that? God's your crutch. He just can't handle things himself. I want to set the record straight. God is not my crutch. God's my wheelchair. He's my ambulance. He's my hospital. Get real. Get real. I can't handle it. I can't do it. I was designed... To be dependent on God. You see, what is a worry to us is not a worry to God. What is too big for us is never too big for God. So, Pastor Mark, what does that look like? Passing, transferring our worries. What does that look like? I'm glad you asked. This is a bag filled with worries. It's your bag. It's my bag. If I'd zip this open, what would I begin to pull out? All kinds of things that we're worried about in our life. And with that, there's a principle on this seesaw. It's a great principle. And as you look at that, I want you to think about this right now, because I'm going to ask you to think about it later. What's in this bag for you right now? Here's what I've discovered. 
When I get up in the morning and my bag's full, I don't start the day on top because this weighs me down. It's hard to do life weighed down with all these things because they're always dividing. They're in the back. Of my, I should be happy, but man, it drains me. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. God help me. I don't know what. Oh, there was the key. God help me. So the Bible says I'm to do what with these? Tell me. I'm to cast them on who? Because he what? He cares for me. But what does that look like? Well, that looks simply like this. In the morning, through prayer, I cast my cares upon God. He's carrying them. Where am I? I'm up. I'm no longer down. I'm up. Which would you rather be? Come on. Some of you that are super depressed go, I love it down here, Pastor. I just horrible. I like to think bad. You're just too long depressed. We want to be here so we can be useful. Now look who's got mine. God took them, but I had to give them to him. Now, there is a humbling part about this. Notice when God has my cares and worries, he's going to handle them. I'm up in the air. If you could really see the picture, my feet would be dangling. You ever been there? When you were a kid and somebody got on the seesaw and you might have weighed 80 pounds and they weighed 150. If this thing was higher, guess what? You'd be way up here. You have no control. Let me down. Let me down. Nah, 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 nah. That's humbling. It's humbling. To have no control initially. Because I want to handle it. God says, no, you've taken it to me. Just dangle for a moment. Just understand who's really in control. It's humbling to do that. Because when that happens, finally God says this to me. Okay. Now you can get off. And I want you to go do the day. Because you're up. I've taken them. I'm in charge of them for the day. Enjoy life. Make a difference in the world. That's what God wants for you and for me. But you might say, well, Pastor Mark, I like the illustration, but practically, how do I do that? Well, here's how. In our department here, Tim is head of our plan ops. He made this for me this week. Good job, huh? Fantastic. Here's how I'm going to show you practically. After the service, we have a table where you can go and sign up. We're going to give every one of you one of these. It's only 50 bucks. And I'm going to throw it in the bag free. And you take this home and you put it in the front room. And every morning you do just what I said. And that's practically how you do it. The 50 bucks, by the way, maybe 4,000, something like 4,000 families that would come here, you know, probably 10,000 people every week. We're going to use that $200,000 to finish our kids' building. I think it's a pretty good idea, don't you? No, we're not going to do that at all. 
But you have to do this practically in your prayer time. Let me tell you something about prayer. A year ago, a little more than a year ago, we knew we needed a new kids building. It was a little more than four and a half million dollars. We had three. And so God spoke to me. He says, no, you just challenge the people. We don't have a building fund. Nobody gets an envelope. Nobody gets pressure. We have no idea who's giving what. We just challenge you to give. And we have a bracelet on it. What's the bracelet say? Look at your bracelet. What does it say? Our God what? Our God provides. Let me give you an update. We're about five weeks from kind of a soft opening. February will be the big opening. You can't believe the place. We're five weeks. We were $1.5 million short. We're now $100,000 and we'll be debt free. That's all we need in the next six weeks. Is that amazing? In this economy? And really, there was a donor that gave us 1.4. No! We don't have those kind of people here. They're like you and me, aren't they? So, our God provides. Where's the next 100 grand going to come from? You. Yes, you can drop by. Just go out and see if he'll drop it in. He ain't going to drop it in. He's going to come from you. Not. No pressure. You just pray. Now, as a pastor, what can I have done all year with that? Pastor Mark, you got in front of challenge of people. You said God would provide 1.5 million. Oh, God. Every week, I hope you provide 1.5 million. We're down. Oh, God. Oh, me. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, God. I could have done that. And see, when people do that, guess what they do to the people? They beat them. Yes. You're not giving enough. Would you give some more? I can't sleep at night. Would you please give? No. Our God provides. In six weeks, we're going to move in that debt-free. A miracle to our God. Now, what did I have to do? That's right. What did I have to do in the mornings? I had to pray, and I had to do what? Because the enemy goes, it ain't going to happen. And this, more people laid off, another 7,000 from the cave. Are you crazy, Bomber? You never heard God. I just said, God, this is too big for me. And I just live life. Because I'm depending, I do what I can do, and God's going to do the rest. So you're going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. And it's going to be in our prayer times in the morning. Listen to this one. Dear God, so far today, I've done all right. I haven't gossiped. I haven't lost my temper. I haven't been grumpy or selfish. And I haven't been worried at all. In fact, I'm really glad of that. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to get out of bed. Amen. You see, that prayer is funny, but it's actually very true. You see, how to practice the cure of worry is on a daily basis. Look at these verses. Psalms 37 says this, verse 5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him, and He will help you. Isn't it interesting what that word says? The word commit means what? Read it. To, to what? To roll off or roll down. How about the seesaw? To roll my cares off on God. Look at verse 7. 
after I roll my requests, which I'm going to do in the morning during prayer, 37.7 says this, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. What does rest mean? To stop, to stop worrying. I've given it to the Lord. To be calm, at rest, to be quiet. You see, the cure to worry starts with our own quiet time every morning. Part of that quiet time has to include prayer, a two-way conversation with God. You see, prayer is simply a part of an act of worship. God, you're worthy. You're amazing. We worship you. I can't handle what's on my plate. So today, God, I'm committing that to you. I'm committing myself to you. I'm transferring my worries to you. I'm God. I I have this today on my plate, God. And I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm committing. I'm giving to you my worries. Now, how often are you going to have to do that? Every morning. Is that it? No. Because no. something else is going to get added to your plate during the day. Amen. Oh, it's going to be added to your plate, guaranteed. So there's going to be a time you're going to have to say to somebody in a big meeting, excuse me, I have to go get on the seesaw for a moment. <laughs> no, you're not going to say that. You're going to say, God, I don't know what to do with this. I know exactly how I want to respond. Ever been there? I know how I want to respond to that email. Aren't you glad? Have you ever sent an email and you went, How many? Let me me see your hand. Don't you wish, oh God. And you sent it. It's too late. That's because we didn't what? We didn't stop and ask God. So I'm going to have to practice that every morning. And I'm going to practice that during the day. It's simple that. And I want you to see these two words. And I think it will be huge to you this morning. You'll see this. When worry is up in my life, when worry is up, when it's priority in my life, when there's lots of worry, that means my prayer and worship is down. When my prayer and worship is up, that means my worry is down. That's huge. So if I'm filled with worry, that means my prayer and worship is down. Because I haven't given it to God. I haven't committed it to God. But when my prayer and worship is up, My worry is way down. See, that is the cure to worry. It's transferring the cares that all of us have that come every single day to God because he cares for us. What transferring our worries to God simply says is this. God, I trust you to handle it. Jesus in Matthew 11 says this. Let me read it to you. It's in the message translation. Are you tired? Wore out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. And you recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, Jesus says, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. 
You see, when I transfer my cares to God, I can live freely and lightly. I can be at rest. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean there's not going to be any more. This world has always got trouble. But I'm not doing life alone. I'm doing life with God. That's huge for all of us. Now, let me just stop for a moment and give you a little caveat. Everything I'm teaching you is promise to believers. There is no promise for an unbeliever. See, the cure to worry is a relationship with Jesus Christ so that I can go to him in prayer. If you're not a believer yet, you have no relationship with God. You're still trying to do life by your own wisdom and strength and power. It won't work. So, like us, as Christians, you're here this morning, and you have the very same worries we have. But you have nobody to pass it off to. Because you don't have a relationship with God. There'll be a point in your life where that's going to register up on top. And you're going to go like, hmm, I, I, I can't handle this stress. Why do you think we see so many suicides? Why do we think we see so many divorces? Well, the next wife, next husband is going to be the solution. No, it isn't. The problem is you. See, the greatest need you have is not the worries in here. The greatest need you have is forgiveness. And at the end of the service, I'm going to give you an opportunity to come and be able to roll your cares to somebody who cares for you. It's God. That's what we do. That is the amazing privilege every one of us as Christians have. Do we deserve it? No, we don't. But that's part of the package. It's huge. Now, there's another part that we kind of forget. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, notice what's highlighted in yellow. With thanks. Giving, present your request to God. Part of our prayer and worship is to be done with thanks. That's what I do often at that green light. Just simple thanks. I thank God for the, when I came this morning, I came to a green light. I thank God that I had a chance to teach you today. Do you understand what a great privilege it is for me to teach you? I love it. God helps me do it. It's my privilege. And so I just said, thanks. I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than right here. Teaching God's word with his anointing to you. You see, we are to transfer our worries to God with thanksgiving. Saying to God, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you so much. I'm glad there's somebody to take my worries. Look at 1 Peter. You're right there. Look at verse 7 again. Cast all your anxiety in him because what? What's it say at the end? He what? Do you understand that God cares for you? Today, Pastor Mark told you more about what the Bible says about the disease of worrying, what the cures are for it. You'll learn why Christ followers are not supposed to worry and about all of the damage worry can do to your body, mind, and spirit. Transferring your worries to God will begin to put you in a place where He can use you for the sake of His kingdom. 
We know social media is a big part of everyone's lives, and it's a great way to stay connected with each other. We'd like to add a little bit of joy and Jesus to your Facebook and Twitter pages, so come like and follow us. You'll be able to keep up to date with all the latest information about Pastor Mark, the Ministry of Lessons for Living, and the church behind it, Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the links to connect. That's LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time, Pastor Mark will complete his teaching, Transfer All Things to God with Thanks. He will teach about your need to let Jesus, the Prince of Peace, be in charge of your life. He'll speak about the importance of humility and yielding control of your life to God. Prayer is an important component to finding peace. He will teach about what prayer is and isn't. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through this series, Contagious Outrageous Joy. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurting world a new hope he is giving